Welcome to episode 15 of Jesse J's Pinball Adventures. I'm your host, Jesse J, and with me is my co-host, Ryan C. Ryan, please tell our listeners why we have been absent from podcasting for the last how many days? Um, you've been pretty busy trying to find a real-life bump, but not someone who likes pinballs, so just a boyfriend. Uh, you've escaped Melbourne a couple of times because of a couple of outbreaks and you, you don't even live in the state anymore. Um, <laughs> I've been busy gallivanting around, um, kids and not giving a fuck about editing, just everything, all the reasons. Yeah, this, this is boring already. I was expecting something like Jesse's been improving, single-handedly improving Australian American oh, relations. Your, your face, you, you make me Ryan... look at your fucking face when we record and you look like a thumb. That's, that's that's your true. words. I'm like using your words against you. You said I look like a fucking thumb, <laughs> and it's true. That's true. That is a fact. That's it. Look, that's a, it's an occupational hazard. Okay, that's what happens when you work with me. I'm um, sorry. Okay, so I look up right, the stats. So look. <laughs> I look up the stats, and we have recorded because we did the episode. You did the episode with Ray. I did the episode with Kate. So yeah. we've only recorded one episode in the last 87 days. That is so Whoa. fucked. We are so lazy. One episode. I'm in sorry, Zach. <laughs> I'm sorry, Pinball Network. I'm sorry, everybody out there. Ah. You know, Ryan, I've actually been getting welfare checks. People have been messaging me like, are you guys okay? Where have you been? We really miss you. Oh, my God. I got at least like one message as well. Oops. The, <gasps> one? One message, everyone's just like, hey, did you quit the podcast? Like, what's going on? I'm like, nah, Jess is just getting laid now. Like, she doesn't give a shit about people anymore. <laughs> true, true facts, true facts. I haven't played at all. No, I actually have been playing heaps. So let's do the recap. We always got to do a recap. Is this, an, is this like an 87-day recap or is this like a... <laughs> this is an 87-day recap, yeah. <laughs> so in the last 87 days, we have achieved the following. I've probably only played about 15 games of The Shadow, which is not acceptable because I was playing about that many every single day during last year. But I did play in the tournament at Pixel with you and Haley and Daniel. That was great. So that was my first official tournament, I think. Not official, though, because that was without well, Vipers. Of, we'll get into that later. But, yeah, we did which have we'll get to. competitive pinball came back and we had a casual tournament, which was, was very fun, but also very – I remember being a bit weird, like, oh, yeah, I remember this. Like, I'm, like, waiting around and – Yeah. Yeah. It was being a, in a super space. Yeah. So just for the, everyone that's listening in America that's alarmed right now, we didn't have any cases of COVID during that time at all. And we don't really have any restrictions in Melbourne, do we? Oh, there was, like – a small recent outbreak, but mostly things have been fine for the last six-ish months. Yeah. Maybe give not or, quite that give long. Or, give or take. I mean, you didn't anyway. come back to Melbourne, so there's a reason for that. But let's, let's not talk about coronavirus. <laughs> How dare you, sir? How dare you? So I played in the Pixel Tournament. That was great fun. And then I went up to Queensland to meet and stay with Dr. John. So I don't think I need to explain who Dr. John is. Everyone knows who Dr. John is. Um, that was super fun. Went to Netherworld, played a whole bunch of new machines, played Transporter. We need to talk about that. Transporter? Have you played Transporter? Yeah. I probably have. I, I don't really take notes of what games I've played. It's... Oh, mm, look, 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 I'm Ryan and I've played every pinball machine in the universe. No, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, played, I haven't played a lot of games. I just, I just don't remember shit games. 
Is it a shit game? Well, that's what I was about to go to, which is that I hate Transporter and I want to burn it. I also hate Simpsons Pinball Party and I want to burn that too. Um, but I played a whole bunch of new things when I was up at Netherworld with John. I went to Pinball House. That was cool. Also, I want to talk about Pinball House's general aesthetic. So they have pinball machines, <laughs> pinball parts and repairs, and then just like a cabinet full of beef jerky. Yeah, cured, cured meats. Why not? It's you gotta, like you got like you can't beat it. Netherworld. So what's the point in try, uh, trying to beat Netherworld? You just like, well, That's I guess true. I'll just have to have like high end pinball machines and fucking dead animals. True, true, dried ones. Yeah, um, Netherworld's really like vegan, vegan and craft beers, and they're like, yes, meat, just meat in your mouth. True. Um, really into the fact that Queensland seems to run one dollar pinball games wherever you go. That's pretty awesome. So I played a tournament at John's place as well. I came third, which I was pretty happy about because Jason Lambert was there and he came first, naturally. Managed to beat Dr. John and Emily. With respect to Emily, she did sacrifice one of her critical hits cards so that I could progress. So really, Emily's the MVP here. Um, Critical hits is fun. I feel like we should bring that into the Vic tournaments, which we'll be talking about. (coughs) Excuse me. No. Oh, I'm so boring. Fine. I fucking love Hang the idea of critical hits. Um, I don't like the idea of tournaments running longer where you can pull a card like, hey, let's play the round again. Like, nah, I want to go home. That's fair. Give me my whoppers so I can get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Not whoppers anymore. Not whoppers anymore. We'll okay, get to that so later. I went to Queensland. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. I went to Queensland and then I went... So I was from Newcastle to Queensland. I've come back to Newcastle and then just spent the weekend in Sydney with my new favourite American. Um, And we played all of the pinball. So the Courthouse Hotel in Newtown is probably my favourite non-arcade location. They had Iron Maiden Ellie, Stranger Things Ellie, and my grail pin, Indiana Jones Pinball Adventure. So much fun. Spent like six hours there. Um, I've just been playing all of the things, really. Six hours there. Just so in the pinball room. So you have, a, you have a new boyfriend and you took him to a, a, a pub oh. with pinball machined and you made him stay there for, for yeah. six hours? And yeah. he stayed there voluntarily. He loves it. It's great. Man, the shit people <laughs> do to get laid is unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's fantastic. Very happy with that. You know what See, else? You can, you can do that because you're a girl. <laughs> this probably might sound like a little do bit sexist. You could you could just do like if I if I did that to to someone like hey like I met, I met a girl like hey do you go to a pub and you can watch me play pinball for six hours she'd be like yeah see you later yeah but the person has to have, like what if they liked pinball uh, this not, is not not a, many not many have females any in pinball whatsoever yeah yeah they're not under duress to play pinball with me <laughs> so that was really fun. Um, but my greatest, the, the proudest part of my recap is that my brother has recently got into pinball and he's become obsessed with it and he sends me every now and then he'll be like, look what I'm watching and he'll be, send like Ray Day's tutorial for Deadpool or like a gameplay clip. He's fully getting into the rules and stuff and we took over the Deadpool at a local venue. So I had the top two high scores, Jack had the third and fourth now, I don't want to talk about what our scores were. <laughs> don't ask, because they were not particularly impressive in the points. grand scheme of things. 
No, they were like in the hundred. <laughs> Not plural. <laughs> um, but anyway, that makes me super happy. Like he's legitimately into it and seeing people really start to understand the game and the hobby and what's involved in it continues to make me it renews my enthusiasm so that's been very cool now what have you been doing i expect more than two seconds well i don't know like you just went on for 10 minutes and none of your stories were funny or like remotely interesting (laughs) fuck you you this is (laughs) this is a podcast this is not like a fucking diary there's gotta there's gotta be a funny story or some hot take in there Yeah, oh, that'll be a hot take. I'm waiting for you to interject with something, but it's been like three months and you're a boring bitch now. Uh, all right. Well, Avengers is shit. Elvira's good. Godzilla's coming up sometime this year. GNR. This, I'm just reading my show notes. GNR Standard Edition Light Show is fucking insane. Uh, okay. GNR CE prices in Australia, like someone's been offered close to 50K for their machine before they get it. <laughs> Um, Are you joking? Yeah. Someone told me to pick up a pinball machine early because his wife didn't like the pinball machine. Um, and it's it's and there's a funny story behind that. Stranger Things is not a shit pinball machine. Ron Hallett likes the same pinball machines as me. Um, there's a story <laughs> about my kid in the morning, which I can't explain. I bought hoops. Um, bump is over because you're getting laid. Now it's going to be called like Homp, Husbands of Motherfucking Pinball. And that's it. That's that's everything I had. Which one so do you want me to expand like on? Even do this episode now? No, I don't think do we. Do you want me to expand on any of those thoughts? Yeah, all of them, you nerd. Okay, firstly, we need to talk about Guns and Roses again. Yeah. I still hate it. You don't Hot still tape. hate it. You said it doesn't look interesting, and then you played it, and you're like, it's amazing, and now you've played it again, and no. you don't like it. No, no. Remember, throwback to a few episodes ago when we played it in Melbourne, I was like, it looks beautiful. I don't love how it plays. I want to love it. I want Josie Jack to succeed. Don't love how it plays. Played it again, played the LE at -hmm. Frankie's. Mm -hmm. Still don't like it. I just don't. I just can't. It's so boring. I don't understand the hype, Ryan. Why is everyone so obsessed with it? Because you don't understand risk-reward in pinball yet, Jess, because you haven't played enough. Yes, I do. I have a shadow, you freaking nerd. Yeah, and what's the risk-reward in that? Like, going for the, the ramps over and over again? No. There's, yeah. there's hardly any risk-rewards. ACDC, what's Metallica, the there's, there's, there's Shoot more. Shoot any shot. Multi-ball forever. We love guns. It's so boring, man. Where's yeah. the risk? Look at the, look at the score when you get those multi-balls. That's literally to build up um, song values, and then you play a song, and you, you see how greedy you can be. Basically, that's the entire mm-hmm. game. It's a it's a giant risk reward thing, and everyone fucking loves just it. Play jackpot, man. Pardon? Just play jackpot. Jackpot? <laughs> no. Jackpot is like random <laughs> random risk reward where you're like you can be greedy, but it's being... not in your thing. God, you're out of the you're out of practice. <laughs> I'm out of practice. That's because you're whispering. Yeah. Um. Okay, Avengers. So why why is Avengers an amazing pinball machine, Jess? Because we seem to be on different pages about this. Why is it amazing? Yeah. Why is it why is it Shots. better than Guns N' Roses? It's a shot fest. Guns yeah. N' Roses has like weird tiny little baby flippers. And I also hate the plunger. Loathe it. It's the worst. Yeah. 
Sure. Tiny does, weird little it. baby flippers. It's baby not, fl- it what, on the, on the upper play field? The upper play field that, that uh, Avengers doesn't have? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> Is that what you're yes, talking about? I am. Yeah. Well, my, my version no, doesn't have like, that. Your version of Guns N' Roses? Yeah, it has no little tiny baby flippers. No, I'm talking about the regular flippers. Oh, why are they baby They're flippers? They're weird little baby flippers. I don't know. They just feel like tiny little weird flip-flops that I hate it. Did, did, your, did the Guns N' Roses you play have the shitty red default rubbers that Jesse Jack somehow have a, like a, a stockpile of 10,000 flippers that they put they put on there? It was, did, was, was it red? I don't no? recall. I can't remember. But they what? felt very underpowered. Yeah, okay. Well. Anyway, I just hate how it shoots. I think it's boring. I'm not interested. Meh. Big fat meh. Avengers, fun. Great shots. Love the combo yeah, opportunities. Great shots. That's it. It's great shots. Me. That's Avengers. Great shots. Full stop. If you, if you fucking get off on great shots, shots, then that's it. And if oh, you yeah. get off on reading like a 25-page rule book to understand the game, fucking whip your cock out <laughs> and go to town. But I want to I know more about this. I want to know more about why you hate on the complexity of Avengers rule set. Like, why is that? Not a good thing to you. Because eventually, if you play a game enough, the rules should make sense. You should be able to dissect the rules. And, so, and sometimes um, it doesn't make sense. There's, there's some games that I've gone have to like read some kind of like a, a, just a smidgen of the rules. I'm like, ah, that's what's happening in Metallica. Like, I get it now. I, I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Walking Dead. So, but something's changed and I can't be fucked doing that anymore. <laughs> I can't be... <laughs> so it's just you being a lazy bastard. It's not lazy. It's it's just the realization because I'm renting pinball machines out to people because I have pinball machines on on location. The complexity of the rules of certain machines um, has to be has to be kind of eventually. Yeah, so you're thinking about it. You're thinking about it from the angle of someone who cites machines, right, and the accessibility to new players. Is that yep. why you love Guns N' Roses? Because it's going to make you hella money? Like, what does Ryan, the state champion, actually think about that as a player? Do you think it's I'm fun not, to I'm play? I'm not a state Genuinely? champion. Huh? Do I think Guns N' well, Roses is fun to play? One. Yeah, I think it's fucking amazing. It it really? makes me It makes me feel like a kid, like I'm having fun. Whereas Avengers initially made me feel like that because I'm like, this is like the greatest layout ever. And then I just listened mm-hmm. to like the disgusting call-outs and the generic tracks and it's like all all the because you're a sound fiend yep. yeah and then all all of the fun is in the complexity of the rules but there's a gap to get to there right so the gap is like reading the rules or the gap is like playing a couple hundred games or listening listening to a podcast maybe where someone like explains the rules and you can somehow mm-hmm. like listen to that and and dissect it but i, I don't know like it's it was a fifteen thousand dollar pinball machine, and now I've got fifteen thousand dollars in my bank account instead of instead of having it. And I swapped it for okay. Alvira, and I liked Alvira. There's nothing wrong with Avengers for other people who enjoy it. You can like it, you can enjoy it, but that machine was not made for me. Just like Batman sixty six was not made for me. Like I don't want to listen to jazz. Just like Zach Manny said, he's like he hit the nail on the head. Jazz does not belong in pinball machines. Alvira has a tiny mm-hmm. bit of jazz in there. I was like, Lyman, what the fuck are you doing? And then you hit one shot in the mode and it goes away. I was like, whew. Jazz does not belong in pinball machines. Full stop. Yeah. I'm down with that. I agree with that. Okay. Yeah. So anyone that was expecting a Ryan versus Paperflop 
type of hot take in this episode is going to be sorely disappointed. I'm trying to G you up for some fun opinions and I'm not getting anything. God, Ryan, so boring. Give us something saucy. Well, I got my name down for a while for Godzilla because I'm like, I fucking think Keith Alwyn is the shit. He's he's awesome. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just, I'd I agree. wrote to my distributor and I'm just like, put me down for every Keith Alwyn game and Ellie, like from now until I tell you nice. to stop. Like, I don't care what it is. Mm-hmm. I'll buy Except it. Except Avengers. Well, I, well, Yeah. I, I will end up buying Avengers again just in a year's time when the code is finished and and whatever and there's someone's made some third party firmware with some real call outs and you know, like mm-hmm. the amount of acting talent in the actual Avengers movies is amazing. And I know this is the comic book <laughs> stuff, but Yes. They someone out there will do it. I'll I'll fucking PayPal them a hundred bucks and be like, Thank you, you're amazing and then I'll I'll buy the I'll I'll buy the um the pro can I just say something? Okay, Sorry. so we just need a really good sound package. Yeah. The Avengers, when Avengers got released, everyone in the podcast world, it was like a fucking echo chamber. And I'm not sure if I was a part of it. I haven't gone back and listened. They were like, ah, oh, usually you can get the pro, but for this one, no way. You got to get the premium in the LE. There's a whole shot missing and this, this and that and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I've played the pro and it's just as good as, as the LE. You're missing on a couple of little things, but the, the LE and the premium layout isn't like a yeah you miss out on like one what are the main differences besides the portal lock coming out of the playfield the the crazy ramp the banana ramp um is there no banana ramp in the pro no it's a it's a shot that leads to the um like down to the orbit yeah ah okay interesting yeah i mean I feel like that's fine. Okay. Everyone, so... everyone said it. And then I'm sure it influenced a lot of people to be like, fuck the pro, I'm getting the premium. But I've played the yeah. pro on location and, you know, it's good. It shoots okay. amazing still. Okay. Interesting. <sighs> um, all right. Well, look, clearly not going to get any fun hot takes out of that. So I don't want to hear about how much you love Avira. You just love the boobs. I'm not going to hear anything else about that. <laughs> hey, Tell Jess. us about... Yeah. Godzilla. I, 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 <laughs> so if Godzilla, Godzilla. Com- if Godzilla comes out sometime this year, um, there's no boobs on Godzilla. I don't think there'll be any boobs on Godzilla. Um, is it? Would it be racist if the jackpot callouts on that? Since it's like the Japanese one, if it's like if, if they get a Japanese person to do like jackpot, like like a hysteric like jackpot. Because there's, there's no, there's no, there's no T in Japanese. There's tati tu teto, right? So you have uh-huh. to put like an, a a letter on the end of it. So it's jackpot, uh-huh. like with an O on the end. So do you think mm-hmm. if like that would be an amazing call out? But do you think in this climate, if like that's the call out, is that racist? This is just something that goes in, in like plays my mind. I mean, I feel entirely un- unqualified to say because i'm not japanese but i well i guess it would just depend how it's done right like if it's in a way that takes the piss out of japanese speech then no it would not be a good idea okay so it, like have... is that it's and it's no, not it's, something no it's not meant to be like we're laughing japanese people but if it's, it's not like... a piss take then that's, that's just how things are pronounced that seems maybe fine i don't know i don't know i feel like people would get weird about it but when you dig into it it's I feel like Probably it's going to be. I feel I like know. you know, it's Keith Allen. It's going to be a Keith Allen game. Apparently, it word on the street. So it'd be a great mm-hmm. layout. 
it's probably going to have zombie yeti because that's just like the combo that is is usually Great. happening. It's going to have like amazing it. art. Yep. Like everyone's going to be like, whoa, A plus art, you're the best zombie yeti. But then it's just like, yep, yep. what are the callouts going to be like? Do we get a jackpot or not? Yeah. That's what I want to know. <laughs> okay, but we're just going to that because it's of Japanese origin. Yeah. Well, are there any like movie related callouts that we could get? Well, this is like, just, just like let's the- just pass on from jackpot. Yeah, I know, just standard jackpot call-out. I get it. But are there any other cool call Because I'm don't. i not that familiar with Godzilla. Like, what other cool call-outs would you like to hear? Uh, okay. Well, this is what I also looked up. I was like, these are like the old-school Godzilla movies, like Toho Godzilla. I mm-hmm. wonder... And, and like, the, the <laughs> like some of the animations are total shit. They just, like... they It's just, like, like a toy Godzilla, and they just, like, move around in a bathtub um, during the fight <laughs> scenes. Um... And then, like, Japanese people, like, run away and, like, scream. But I'm like, I wonder what a Godzilla roar sounded like back then. Because I know what the roar sounds like in new movies, and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. So I looked up, like, super old. Like, I did, went on a YouTube hunt. And the Godzilla roar back then was, like, amazing. So, like, they could, Oh, yeah? Yeah, it wasn't, like, it wasn't some, like, guy, like... <laughs> can, you, it, can you do it for us? <laughs> no. No, <laughs> and on, I'm, I'm it, not Ryan. editing one send in. It. Send it. No. Do it. No. <laughs> like that, but kind of like a high pitch, weird frequency. Anyway. All right. Oh, people are going to have the worst time listening to this episode. I'm so sorry, everybody. <laughs> Here's another story from my show notes. So. Good segue. Ryan's smooth segues are back. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I rented out Iron Maiden to a dude. And as mm-hmm. soon as I, like, went to drop it off and unload it, and he lives in a very fancy suburb, I took it out of my car, and he's looking at the artwork, and he's just like, oh, shit. Like, I didn't realize, like, this machine, like, the 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 artwork is so hardcore. I'm like, yeah, it's Iron Maiden, you know? <laughs> like, I don't know what you expected. I know, like, did you not look up the pinball machine? He's like, oh, I got, like, young kids, and my wife's probably not going to be, like, too happy about it. Um, and then I remembered this story that Josh Sharp told either me or, or I don't know, somewhere. I read it somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. And to get Iron Maiden, because there's a, a thing in the, in, like you can't put any machine inside your house if you have like a wife and kids, because kids can be scared of things like zombies with half their face falling off, like Walking Dead uh-huh. ruined my pinball room. Yeah. That was a mistake. Um, mm-hmm. My kids didn't go into that room for like two years after I brought, brought home Walking Dead. Um but Josh Sharp was like, uh, I, like, before I got the machine, I told my kids, hey, I'm getting, like, a machine about these crazy guys, like, so silly. His name's Eddie. And, like, for Halloween, he dresses up in all these, like, really silly outfits. Like, when I get it, come and see, like, <laughs> come. And, and it worked. And the kids aren't, like, scared nice. of Eddie because they're, like, he's just, like, a Halloween crazy guy. Um, nice. So That's soon- a good approach. I like it. You take that out of it. Yeah. So, when this guy started to freak out, I'm like, hey, and I told him the story, and he's just like, okay, let's go with that. <laughs> so, uh, we lift the pinball machine in his house, his, like, wife is, like, death staring him, it's, like, front and center, center in, like, the kitchen. Um, and then he tells it to the kids, and the kids are like, ah, oh, yeah, Eddie, that's really cute. He has, like, a one-year-old who just started speaking, and it can only say daddy. Uh-huh. Um he rented the pinball machine for a month after two and a half weeks he calls me back and he's like hey Ryan you can pick up the pinball machine early and I'm like really? like no one's ever done that he's like yeah don't worry about the money just like come pick it up if you can 
I'm like, all right. So I come and pick it up, and he's just like, ah, you know, the wife wasn't too happy about it. I'm like, oh, what, did the kids end up getting scared? It's like, no, my one-year-old still hasn't said the word mama, but he said the word Eddie before that. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) That's the best! I fucking died. I was like, oh, my God. Because he was hyping his kid up so much. It was just like, Eddie, Eddie, look at Eddie, Eddie. The kid just like, just fucking throws it out there one day. And the the mum who's like bathing him and caring for him and breastfeeding, she gets fucking nothing. (laughs) Oh, poor mum got ripped off hard, but that is so good. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty close to daddy though as well. Like it's a natural transition from daddy to Eddie, you know? Oh, that's fantastic. Right. Very good story. I'm into that one. Thank you, Ryan. Do you want some more stories? Some good content, finally. Yep. Stranger Things. There was two massive things I hate about Stranger Things. Um, yep. Well, maybe just one. Just the the feeds were, like, completely fucked. Every, I played, like, five or so different um, pros. I'm pretty sure they were yep. all pros. And every time I, you shoot that, like, shot to the right of the ramp, the ball trickles out the left orbit and hits the slingshot and just the balls goes crazy the second one okay okay sorry that's it that that's the the main one okay i went to eric's yeah. house and i played his alley and it fed perfectly and i'm like huh uh-huh. i guess like they're just all fucked from the factory like people just need to bend their rails or whatever it is pretty sure that's it but i'm like you know what the game's still fucked because there's that shot on the leftmost and all it does is slam the ball into the drop targets and then, like, why doesn't it go back to the flippers? And then I'm playing mm-hmm. Eric's game and I shoot the ball in there and it, it, it ejects and orbits all the way around. Wow. And then, and then comes, like, th- that's an, a little orbit shot. And I'm like, what? Like, every game out of the factory is fucked. Everyone's playing fucked version of the games. And if I was more connected to, like, the... Like, if I was on Pinside all day and I was in the thread, I'm sure I would have known this. But I, I feel like... No one has explained this on a podcast, and so maybe I just haven't listened to all the podcasts. But the Stranger Things, and you can you can crap on it because of like the theme and the layout and the rules. But the the way it feeds was like the most fucked thing to me. It's like this is unenjoyable because I'm yep. not in control of my ball even when I'm hitting the shots. Um, but it's absolutely fine. You just have to adjust your game because it's fucked out of the factory. Full okay, stuff. so question about that. Maybe that is. Yeah, I'm trying to imagine it now because we played the Ellie at the Cordy. And I, I mean, I've always, you know, I've always liked Stranger Things. I've always enjoyed playing that game and didn't understand the hate. Um, yeah, that shot does, it was feeding to, it's like the the rightmost drop target. Yeah. So what it does, it, it's meant to like just, so it, it's meant to just miss that. And then it orbits all the way around and comes out through the left. It's like this secret tunnel, tunnel oh, shot kind of thing. That's so cool. I had no idea that was a thing. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. The other question I had, I actually meant to ask you about this. Um, on the LE, you know how the telekinesis multi-ball lock is like in the air? Yeah. Like the magnet or whatever. Yeah. Looks cool. On the one that I was playing, you had to like really absolutely slap yeah. that shot. Otherwise, it wouldn't quite get up, up and it would go to the normal post lock. And be kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it worked fine. Is that Eric's. normal? Yeah, because it's going. It, if you look at how it works, it kind of like goes up a ramp. I know people have had difficulties yeah. with it. I don't, I don't know what the fuck Eric did, but he bought one secondhand and he bought like the most dialed in fucking Stranger Things ever. Right. And it is a is a blast to play. And I like Lonnie D. Rock, like the guy who does the code for these games. He has like no creativity, right? It's <laughs> it's copy paste modify. But 
I do like his rules. Like the rules that he's copying and pasting and modify, mm-hmm. I fucking I think they're awesome. Oh, good. Yeah, I, I can't own like five of his games at home because it's just like it's yeah. it's the same thing. It's just like okay, I'm playing Guardian Galaxy on on a, a new kind of thing, and he just evolves them, you know, ten percent or so. But now that like mm-hmm. the layout isn't fucked, I can be like, okay, well, I can have fun playing a game that you isn't fucked. <clears throat> but if I play it on location, like Pixel yeah. Alley next week, um, I'll be screaming at it and. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know what's, you it, know what's really actually, funny? <laughs> what? At, at Pixel Alley when I was playing Stranger Things Pro in a final, um, every it, it's set up so brutal and the skill shot is super important to get like 5 million or whatever it is. And everyone yeah. was like using the button and it goes somewhere different every time. Everyone's like plunging goes somewhere different. So what I was doing is I was like slamming the plunger with my hand as hard as I could because I knew that it would hit okay. the same one every single time. Um, uh-huh. And on one of my balls, I slammed it so hard that it hit the drop target, like on, in an air ball. The drop target didn't go down, and it jumped over the like the slingshot and straight <gasps> into the outlay. Haha, <laughs> 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 sucker! <laughs> uh, anyway, you deserved that. I did. Um, I was just going to say about feeds. That's actually a really pertinent point because when we were playing yesterday, I feel for my boyfriend because I raved about this for like half an hour. Um, but I was like, man, playing this Iron Maiden, like this Ellie is so beautifully dialed in. It's so nice to play a game that feeds perfectly every time. So we were talking about upper flippers as well, right? Because I was saying to him, he's actually really naturally pretty good at pinball, but I was giving some tips and I was like, you know, Ryan always says to me, don't flip the upper flipper unless you have a reason to, because I am such a fiend for doing that. I can't help myself. I always flip it unnecessarily. Did I tell you that? Was it you that tells me that or is it John? Actually, maybe it was Dr. John. I think it might have been John. I mean, there's, anyway. there's usually a reason to do the upper flipper, but you, yeah. Anyway, keep on going. Anyway, I think it must have been John, but he was like, you know, don't flip it unnecessarily. It can be dangerous. And I was saying, I think that I've started doing that really habitually because of shadow, because the feed from that isn't good and I don't trust it. So I'll always flip instead because it's safer. Mm-hmm. Whereas on that beautiful Iron Maiden, it just feeds perfectly to the right flipper every single time and it makes such a difference in your gameplay but i hadn't really realized how amazing that is yeah because i've been so, playing machines that feed like crap yeah so your shadow um that coil is like too strong or something the position of it it kicks out, kicks out the ball too hard so when it kicks it out too hard instead of like dribbling down and following the rail it's kind of like bouncing back and forth so when it gets to your flipper yeah. it's not in the same spot every time and it's such a big difference yeah um but the number one thing in, could, in, in if, pinball, and especially stern games, is like when you hit an orbit, it really should be feeding to your um, flipper, regardless of if it's a um, a strong shot or the ball's dribbling mm-hmm. out. But the yeah. rails kind of like sometimes at the factory they're fucked. Sometimes uh, the ball just kind of hits them and they move back like a millimeter. Like my GNR was doing that mm-hmm. out of the box. I fixed it after a week on location. It was hitting the top of the sling as well. Um, so if you if you hit a shot like a ramp and it feeds to the flipper, like you successfully did something and your ball is safe, it's back under your control. If you hit an orbit, gen- generally unless it's feeding to the pops or some fucked up layout like like Willy Wonka, um, and it, it's meant to feed back to your flipper. If every time you do that, especially on Stranger Things, it's feeding to the slingshot, which then catapults it mm. sideways on the on the pinball machine, like your, your no scores will generally be fucked. Like if you have a pinball machine at home that yeah. like. Is, is doing that and then you fix it your scores just like double overnight yeah of course 
Yeah, it, I mean, it makes so much sense logically, but I hadn't, I just hadn't thought about it until I actually played one that was set up beautifully, and now my my world has changed. Nothing will be the same, Ryan. The perils are playing like, anyway. on location pinball. Like you're at, yeah, you're at the mercy of the person who starts a pinball machine. And I'm not saying that mm. um, my pinball machines don't don't suck sometimes because um, you can, yeah, you come back and and not know what the machine's playing like. Yeah. Anyway, so strange um, things, not, of... not not total shit. That's, yeah. the, that's the bottom line. Good. I'm glad that you've come around. I think it's fun. Um, I just want to touch super quickly on the award season that just passed. I don't want to go into – no, I know. I'm not going to go into joking, any of the boring joking, stuff. What I did what I did want to discuss was um, – so the reach-arounds happened, and that was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> My, uh, Marty and Jeff just – look, everything they touch is fantastic. Love the reach-arounds. Everything they touch is fantastic. The reach around. See what I did there? Yeah, I see what you did. See what I did there. (laughs) You did not mean that. (laughs) Oh, I did. So they had Ed Robertson do some music for the reach arounds, which was great fun. And it reminded me of uh, something that happened while I was here in Newcastle. So I went to see a band at the Bolo. And they were a country band, and they were talking about bare naked ladies. What's that one song that they had? What's it called? Chickity China, the Chinese chicken, have a drumstick in your bling skin. Something, something, something with the light. Yeah, that one. Bam, bam, bam. Na, yeah. Na, 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 na. yeah, that one. I don't know what it's called, it's but anyway. Been something, something, days. Bam, bam, that, bam, bam. That, that's the one. It's been. Okay, so this country singer, she was like, we have this thing in the tour van where we just say, it's been because they're obsessed with the way that he says it in that song. And they were like, whoever in this bolo can do the best it's been can have, like, free beer for the rest of the night. So they were getting people up to do it, and I was just losing it. Wait, so, just those two words? Uh, yeah, just the two words. Oh, come on. <laughs> so I want you to give me your best it's been. Oh, what? It's, it's, like not, it's, not, it's not enough words to really get, like, a... Yes, it is. Now, that's the beauty of it. You can't... You can't. You just got to nail it. It's subtle. It's <clears throat> subtle. Okay. It's been. No. No, nah, that was too deep. See what I mean? It's you been. think it's easy, I but then li- you try. I haven't listened to the song in a long time, so I, I don't even know what I'm trying to imitate. Can you, Ready? Can you give us one? It's been. <laughs> That's pretty. That good, wasn't actually. quite right either. It was. It was on. It oh, was on track, but it wasn't quite there. Like, one more. One more. It's been. <laughs> no, that wasn't right either. <laughs> See what I mean? Like Who once won? you start doing it, you can't stop doing it because you know what it should it's sound been. like. It's iconic. It's, it's been. been. Okay. Well, that was pretty good. That was a good one. All right. Okay. So anyway, um, we haven't had any audio submissions from our listeners for a while. So I would like everyone out there oh, <laughs> to send me an audio clip. If you've got me on Facebook, send it on Messenger or send it to our email of you doing your best. It's been. Just channel Ed Robertson. Send it through and whoever wins... I don't know what I'll do. What if I what won't if give Ed, you a reach? What, what if Ed Robertson sends one through? <laughs> please, please. Uh, Ed, Ed, Ed Robertson doesn't wallow. The, Ed, he doesn't wallow into the in, the, in the, the dumps like the the dumpster that is Jesse J's pinball adventure. I listen to the show, but I know that someone out there who does can get him to do it. So, someone please get this to Ed and get him to submit it. It will make my life. It'll make my life. Someone could literally just like cut it off the song and send you that clip and just say to them. I'm not a dummy. I'm not a bloody dummy, Ryan. (laughs) That's a good story. Do you want to hear hear a story that's totally unrelated to pinball? 
Yes. So I had like a really important presentation in the morning. Um, and my kid, this is like, it was, it was, went to work. <laughs> it was school holidays and my kids were like up super late. And anyway, um, I hadn't slept properly all week. I was super cranky, you know, Ryan's never cranky. And, um, <laughs> all, all of a sudden, um, at like two in the morning, my kids like rush into my room, like, Dave, there's like a spider in, in our room. Like, how do you even, how do you even know? Like the lights are off and they're just like, we turned the lights on. We thought we heard something and there's a spider and, and I was so tired. I was just like, ah, just go back to sleep. <laughs> like the spider's gone. I'm like, go, go check. And like, yeah, we can't find it. They came back 10 minutes later and they're like, this, we can't, we can't see the spider. So now we're even more afraid of the spider because we can't see it. And I was just, I was trying to think of like what I'm meant to do, but I'm like, fuck it. Like you girls can sleep in my bed, my bedroom. Mm-hmm. And I'll sleep in your bed and it's done. Like, you know, I, I just don't care. Okay. I need to get a good night's sleep. I, this presentation is so important in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I'm still, I'm still working from home, right? Presentations at like 10 o'clock or so have like a 9 a.m. stand up. Um, I'm in the stand up and I hear my kids like, la- like my kids like laughing in the room. I don't know if I should tell the story. I hear my kids like laughing in the room. It was so hard. Not oh to, God, I'm not, scared. It was so hard not to tell you this story, Jess, when it happened. But I'm like, I'm going to save this for the podcast. This is like fucking two months ago. Okay. Um, they're laughing in the bedroom and I, I don't care. I'm just like, all right, the kids are awake. Um, they, I hear Indiana like laughing and saying something. I couldn't really picture it, but figure out what she was saying. She was running down the hallway. Um, and then she, um, I'm sitting there making coffee. And she runs in and she's like, penis gel, penis gel. And she has like a big <laughs> bottle of lube and she fucking, she, it was open and she squirts it like on me. She like just, just fucking lubed it on me. And I'm like, I was in shock. I'm like, how does she know it's penis gel? And what the fuck is going on? Does that mean that she went through my, my bedside table? What other fucked up shit is in there? I don't even know what's in there. And, I, and then, like, my, my, my eldest kid walked in, and I was like, what's his penis gel business? She's like, oh, she just thought it was a funny word to put. Cause we just, it, just, it just said gel on there or something. So she just happened uh-huh. to just... Anyway, <laughs> that happens. Not related to pinball, but, you know. So this is Parenting 101 with Ryan C. <laughs> don't that is the best. Clear, I don't know which one I like better, that story drawer. or the Eddie story. Yeah, the Eddie story. <laughs> Choose your own adventure. Oh, that's a good one. Nice one, Ryan. Yep. I mean, good parenting, though, on ditching your bed to be in the spider den. Like, that was a solid dad move. I respect that. I don't know why people are so afraid of spiders. Like, if you're going to get bit, you can't do anything about it. And how many people do you know have died from... Creepy. They just give you the heat. You're not afraid of spiders, are you, Jess? Yeah, I'm super afraid of spiders. Oh, my God. Yeah, I you're hate like, them. You're like I'll the, run you're like the manliest chick I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that in like a, <laughs> I mean that in like a face like a thumb kind of way. Right? I will bash you. <laughs> you're like a pro, a pro fighter, like could easily destroy me in a fight, and you're afraid of spiders. Uh-huh. Yep, hundred percent. Also afraid of needles. Not a big of fan needles. of those. Yeah. But when we went out for a couple of weeks, we were shooting up heroin like every fucking night. Yeah, well, like, that's different when, you know, means to an end. <laughs> um, talking about drugs. 
you you ne- no, no you you, ne- you never posted the um, the my theme versus your theme because you're like drugs are bad. I didn't. I'm like yes, they are Correct. bad. Correct. Is that it? Is that all you're going to say about that? That's all. I I totally respect that, but also I would have beaten you. That's not true. What was your theme? Speaking of which, maybe we should go to um shit theme that might actually be good. Oh, was I meant to come up with one in the last like 87 days? <laughs> Yes. Okay. And if you haven't, I want you to hold over to the next episode because I'm so confident that mine is going to be yours. Um, Let's postpone. Let's postpone this. Okay. Actually, we'll postpone this until the thing that we're going to do next, which I'm not going to talk about here because it's a surprise. But you know what I'm talking about. Uh, not really. <laughs> I can't read your list. I'm miming this <laughs> Oh, we're talking Did about. Did you catch that? We're talking about feet. Yeah, exactly. Where's the pin bar? This is why you need to cut in every good audio clip that we've ever done. Where's the pin bar? But especially stop talking about. Stop talking about feet. Are we actually going to talk about feet? No. Yes, we are. We're never going to do it. All right. So. No, we're not. So oh, Jess, Jess has, was single for a very long time, right? A very long time. Um, and, you know, the dating world's pretty hard out there. You go on some, some weird dates. I've been on some really fucking weird dates. Um, mm-hmm. i got some, some pretty funny stories. Um, but Jess went on a date with a dude um, who was seemingly very wholesome. Um do you want to continue this story, Jess? You, you divulge. I you to tell it. I, I'm, I'm interested in your take on this one. I think well, you I should read it. I don't want to divulge too much information. I want to be respectful for people's fetishes. <laughs> nah, just send it. Just send it? Okay. So I think yeah. I think after the first date, Jess was just like, hey, this guy's really nice. He has a like, great job. Like, he has a really good job. He seems super wholesome, family-orientated, this, this, and that. Like, this is this is pretty good, you know? Like, let's, I'm going to go on a second date and scope it out. I can't if it was between the... First and second date, or after the second date, but it, it turns out this guy's like really. They weren't too. They weren't too. Okay. Okay. So so, it, was, it was during lockdown, remember? And there was a virtual one where we watched The Shadow. Okay. And then there was a physical meeting, and it happened between the two. Okay. Continue so, on. Yeah. So it turns out this guy is like really into feet. And there's absolutely, if you're listening out there, if you're into feet, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I'm, I'm dead set serious. Like, if you're into feet, shame. there's nothing wrong with that. Good on <laughs> you for knowing what you're into. Unfortunately, Jess isn't into feet. Um, so the relationship was, was a no-go. And I just I just found it funny because I'm an asshole and I like to give people shit. So on the podcast, like, I, like the first couple of episodes after this <laughs> happened, there was such a crazy amount of editing because I would mention feet all the time. <laughs> Um, I was, and I was like, "Don't, Ryan. Like, I don't want to shame anybody. That's not cool." It's not about. It was, it was literally. I would say anything to make you laugh, like inappropriate or not, and yes. I, that's my my shitty 100%. sense of humor. Stop talking about feet. Yeah, and and then every time I played the uh, turtles, it'd be like one, two, three, foot combo. I'm like, "Fuck, this is like your machine. Like, this is this is about feet. The Foot Clan. What the fuck's the Foot Clan? Are they into feet as well? Like, what's going on here?" Um, oh, God. So if you listen back to those first episodes And apparently like I, I edited one bit out and I beeped it And it was right You hadn't stopped talking to the guy yet And then he listened to the podcast 
And he, he was, was like, what was and that? he was like, what was that bit at the end? Were you guys talking about feet? Like, have you told anyone? And you're like, oh <laughs> shit! Like, what the hell? Oh man, I died on the inside. You really did me dirty there, Ryan. You did me so dirty. But the best thing to come out of that was that when I said to you, stop talking about feet, and you made an audio clip of it. It was like the most hysterical I've ever sounded stop in my life. Feet. Stop talking about feet. You just cracked it. Stop <laughs> talking about feet. I know you don't want to do any editing, but I'm just going to need you to cut it in. I've got that. It's There's a file I've been waiting for the day. It's called stop talking about feet.mp3. It's one second long. Stop talking about feet. <laughs> it's like one word. Put it word. in here on a 10 second loop. Stop talking about feet. <laughs> stop talking about feet. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's that. That's we can. It's now been like I don't know. Six you know months. what? That feels cathartic. I feel like you know a weight has been lifted off me. <laughs> unless, unless he like was obsessed with you and he still listens to the podcast, and now he's just like, "Fuck, I knew she was talking about me." But hey, dude, if, you, if you're listening, like I've got respect for you. Like it's it's better to be into feet and tell people you're into feet than to be in a, a loveless, feetless relationship, right? Hard agree. Absolutely agree. That's, you know, you can move on and find what you want. It's beautiful. Yeah. So if everyone <laughs> can just, like, do me a solid and when they listen to this podcast, like, right now, like, pause the podcast. You, I'm pretty sure you have Jesse J on Facebook. Open up Messenger. Find the oh foot emoji and just send her a foot. Oh, no. How many feet oh, can we get in chat? Bastard. Flippers and butts up. More like fucking feet and jizz up. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, no. Okay, don't... Wait, stop. Don't send her the foot emoji. Send her the foot emoji and then the, the squirt, the three drops emoji. Oh, no. Because that's like jizz on the feet. How many that? do you think we're actually going to get? How, like, let's put a bet I'm on. I'm pretty sure it's just going to be Ian and Drew from the Poor Man's Pinball Podcast because they're the dirtiest motherfuckers <laughs> out there. <laughs> It'll be Ian for sure. Nah, Ian's pretty wholesome, actually. I think I feel like both of them have been keeping it very wholesome lately. They also had a lengthy hiatus, much like we did. Everyone just gets, like, really, really down because they burn themselves out, like the super awesome pinball no, show. No, COVID. I feel, like, I feel like the Twippy, the whole Twippy thing, like, it's a psychological fuck-up for people because they're like, ah, like, you know, the the, the Christmas is you know, around and, and I want a break, but they're like, the most important part of the year is, is January, and they just, like... Everyone, like, you know, Canada and, and Susan, they went, like, the Super Awesome Pinball Show interviewed fucking everyone. Like, in every episode yeah. was gold. And, like, how the fuck are you guys doing this much? Like, this is, like, a full-time job. Um, but then, the but then as soon as it hits, yeah. like, the start of February, everyone's like, all right, see see you guys later. I hope I win the Twippy. Um, and, and other stuff as well. Um, but I think it's, it's quite a dangerous mindset to have. It's better if it's just, like, me and mm. you and, like, let's just do it once every... 87 days and award shows can go <laughs> suck a big fat foot yes they can um even though i am a representative for the pinball industry awards um yeah look i i just don't think that i don't think that it should change the content that people produce i think that people should win them for being genuine putting out a consistent thing over time and doing something just for the purpose of winning an award kind of defeats the purpose yeah, but you can't. You can't. Yeah, you can't if, control if it. If it means that it promotes excellence in your podcast or whatever your media is, if it means that you are striving for excellence all the time, consistently, because you want that award, fine. But like you said, it's kind of the award season peak, right? We don't want that. We want people to be doing good stuff all the time. Like, don't burn yourself out trying to win I a Twippy. I, I just it, it it's a beast that you can't control, and whatever like Jeff does with the Twippies, he he 
he can control it as much as he can, but he can't control what people think um, and do about it. And um, Canada is easily like the best podcaster in terms of like a guy who can talk by himself. Like I can only talk to mm-hmm. you and do like half a good a job. If I was talking and rambling on about the pinball hobby by myself like no fucking way like that guy mm. is on another level no one can reach his level of, of what he can do is it the most like is it my favorite podcast you know no but like he's the best at doing that type of podcast the super awesome people mm-hmm. show like are, are doing the best interviews uh it's funny and on on other levels they're the best at doing that type of pinball show so now like and then yeah and i'm pretty sure it's going to be between them and one of them is going to be the winner and one of them is going to be the loser and you can say oh no they're both winners but if Canada wins, he's going to shove it in everyone's face. And if and if if, if Super Awesome Pinball Show win, I don't, I don't think they they are. <laughs> but then Canada's going to get upset, and there's going to be a little drama. And then if I happen to listen to his mm-hmm. pinball podcast, it's going to be about how shit the Twippies are. So like, yeah, it, that that's the thing. And I don't know. I don't want to talk about it any more than than that. But <laughs> it, Jeff is an amazing guy, and he promotes pinball. But um. And yeah. I want I want the two bits to keep on going, but like it's it's a yeah, it's a too. beast that you can't kind of control. Totally. Um, speaking of award shows, here is a smooth Ryan segue for you. Speaking of award shows, if we had an award show, what would it be called? Mm. <laughs> no, I can't Don't say the c word. No, I was I was with an i e s <laughs> on the end, um, but I just I don't want, I really don't want to do any editing, so. You don't. I got don't nothing. Say it. It's too late at night. It's like almost oh. midnight. And uh, do you want to wrap this, mate? No, Have you had enough. No, we no. Can, we can I have got a lot more to talk about, but I, we can park it. No, no we I'm can good. Go. Let's go to bed. Hey, I bought <laughs> a game called Hoops. I've never played it. I know nothing about it, but I bought it. Why? Um, because no one was going to buy it, and it was a Victorian pinball group chat, and um, I, I don't know. I was like, I have two gut leads. Who made it? Golib, it's a it's a street level game. Everyone, all the all the like the pinball comp community, always like it's it's an amazing game. And and Bruce, I always like I messaged Bruce and I was don't look it up and look at the picture like it'll it'll look like shit. Um, Bruce was like, yeah, buy it. And I'm like, okay, Bruce, I trust you. I trust him and Ron so much. Like I blindly follow their advice on almost anything in pinball because, like I said before. Ron Hallett likes the same shit as me. So, like, not mm-hmm. not everything. He fucking loves, like, Steve Richard to death. Um, and he loves Star Wars. But the stuff that he... Um, there, there's, like, there's, like, a group chat that goes on from the Slam Tilt guys. And I was, like, bitching about um, Avengers and being, like, a, a total dickhead. And Raymond was like, hey, like, you know, he was like, well, what do you like? And I started listening to all this stuff. And Ron was just like, yeah, I like that stuff too. Um, and it's not, I, I know my hate for Avengers is not fair, but, um, there's certain, it, it must be some weird, like personality trait with like some OCD. I don't know what it is, but like when a pinball machine really gets me going sound wise, like attack from Mars, when like the super jackpot, Oh baby thing happens, like the mm-hmm. call out makes me say, Oh baby. And it makes me feel good. <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. because you have to get five shots and you have to hit a roving super jackpot. And it's not, it's not the hardest thing in the world once you, like, learn, like, you have fucking, like, you have all the time in the world. There's no, like, timer to it. Um, yeah. But, like, every single time it makes me feel good. Like, and I've hit that super jackpot hundreds of times. Um, where there's, there's nothing, 
like that in a lot of the newer games. Um, and it's mm-hmm. like this 90s, I don't know, sound palette, Lyman Sheets thing. And that's why I loved Alvira so much because Alvira fucking did that. Like Lyman, people can moan about like the layout being too easy, but that game celebrates you all the time um, in, a, in a meaningful kind of way. Um, anyway, okay. so that's Hoops. I've, I have no idea what Hoops is like. It's in my garage. It's wrapped up. I'll, I'll probably unbox it. Cool. We can unbox it together. How, How about that? It was yeah, it, it was one fifth of the price of Avengers LE one fifth. So what was Avengers LE again? Fifteen thousand dollars. That was it was oh, a bit more nice. three grand. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sweet bargain. It looks good. I like the look of the playfield. So it's it's street it's street level playfield. So street level means so no ramps. No ramps. And I'm not sure if you haven't been listening to Silverboard Chronicles, have you? Not recently. It's really good, Jess, because like you like. <laughs> Or maybe it's not good. Maybe it's like too much information. But I like have been learning about the history of pinball throughout these like last five or six years, or how seven years? I don't know how long it's been. Um, yeah, two thousand fourteen. I think I bought my first pinball machine. It's like seven years. Um, mm-hmm. But there's all these like gaps in my knowledge, and Civil War Chronicle like pieces it all together. They're like, we're going to talk about this like one dude and the history of or, or Bally or. You know, this yeah, they're going. amazing. I haven't listened recently, but I actually voted for, um, as you know, I was on the committee for the Pinball Industry Awards, and I actually nominated Silver Ball for an award. Um, I think what they're doing is great. Like, that nitty-gritty is so interesting. I just haven't tuned in for a while because, you know, I've been out improving Australian-American relations. So. <laughs> the amazing thing about those episodes is that they're um – it's, they're kind of like timeless. They have nothing to do with with current events. Yes. So they have actually been totally. always pushed back in my my podcatcher thingy, and I've caught up, and I've got like one episode to go. Um, so I've probably nice. listened to like fucking seven hours of Ron and David Dennis in the last week, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's may- maybe a little bit too much. <laughs> um, <laughs> but street level games were basically Gottlieb was like, hey, let's let's strip down the cost of these games. So that operators can like buy cheaper pinball machines, Jess, and okay. service them really easily because there's no fucking ramps. Mm-hmm. What a great idea! Fair. What they like forgot except. to do, except they they sold them cheaper to the distributors, and the distributors are like, "Hey, we can just like make more money off this and sell it for the same price." So they 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 didn't enforce like a like, "Hey, you have to sell this for five hundred dollars less because we're selling it to you for five hundred dollars mm. less." Um, mm-hmm. So they just sold it for the same price. So it was like, hey, you can get this brand new Bally or Williams machine that has like all the latest shit, ramps for days, blah, 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 blah. Or you can get this retro looking pinball machine that nobody's mm. going to want for the same price. So they still sold, yeah. but the experiment was a total failure because they they. How do you up. think that would go if, if the pricing structure had gone the way that Gottlieb intended it? Do you think that no straight idea. little games would have no been idea. as popular? I wasn't, I wasn't around back then. Mm. Um I, I, I don't think many of the games are, are very good, apparently, except for Hoops, which I have in my garage, mm-hmm. which it probably yeah. isn't even that much of a good game. I think it, it might be just a competition thing. I don't know. I'll mm-hmm. find out. I'll play it. If I like it, I'll keep it. If I don't. Um, Actually, speaking of street-level games, that reminds me that I meant to talk to you about um, Total Nuclear Annihilation because I finally got to play it at Netherworld. I've been wanting to play mm-hmm. TNA forever. I absolutely love Scott Denise's soundtrack. Like, I listen to that when I'm playing other games. It's the best pinballing music ever. Hated TNA. Hated playing it. Yeah. Is it too, too brutal? Or <sighs> no just... ramps, Ryan. No ramps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know. For me, for me, something about 
something about games like that which aren't like an old EM. I just don't like it if there's no ramps. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the other one that? I'm not going to. I'm not even going to try and convince you. Like TNA is either mm-hmm. a love or hate thing, or sometimes it's a love yeah. thing until you like ah, uh, I've had my fix. Yes. And I don't like it anymore. Didn't enjoy it. Mm. Was it part? Is it really part, quite to. loud? Did... Because like one of the greatest no. things about that is that yeah, that sound. Yeah, sound yeah. very important with that game. Very very important. Very hard to in a in a big arcade like that. Like it was Netherworld's fourth birthday. Congratulations to Netherworld, by the way. Super awesome that they're still thriving after the shitstorm of the last year. Um, and just a great location. But it was huge. It was super packed because of their birthday. So that probably doesn't help either. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm not a sound freak like you are. Like I'm a ramp freak, obviously. But that is super important. And it was such a – it was so noticeable too going from playing like Iron Maiden in a time zone in Sydney to playing it at the courthouse when you can hear it properly. It does make a massive difference. So maybe I need to give it another shot. No, you don't. I mean, you don't necessarily need to give it another shot. It's just one of the. Well, I mean, one of the biggest selling points is the is the sound and kind of the light show. Mm. And and if you can't hear it, then I don't know. It's at Netherworld, so I'm pretty sure it'd be playing very well and snappy and and quite brutal. But it's not. Yeah, it's not, their machines are. What, what do you do lovely. sometimes when you first play Pinball Machine? You kind of like flail around and. And sometimes, like, you, you hit a ramp or you hit a shot or whatever it is and you get lucky and then you start to – the game opens up. Whereas you can't do that f- with TNA. Like, you have to do ex- – like, you have to um, go for multiball. Once you get multiball, then start to try and blow up reactors. Like, you have to use the safety of multiball yeah. to progress through the game. Because if you think you can progress through the game without being in multiball, like, it's, it's like, pure recovery Wrong. and luck. Yeah. Because those stand-up yeah. targets, like, right, totally. right in the middle and – it so pretty much brutal. makes the game half as big as, as what it should be. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's a good point, actually, about the strategy as well. Um, also, while we're talking about really well-maintained games, want to give a shout-out to the Australian Pinball Network. Yes, there are two. Um, well, I think Ryan, you said it's Gary. Off. Sorry, yeah. Zach. Is it Gary that runs the yeah, Pinball Network yeah, here? Yeah, Gary. Has machines in Sydney? Yep. Yeah, Um. So they've got four machines at Nameless Bar in Sydney at the moment. They had a Whitewater, uh, Adams, Lord of the Rings, and Simpsons. Beautifully maintained, gorgeous machines in excellent condition. Makes me so happy to see it. Really enjoyed Whitewater too. I know I played – you have Whitewater, don't you? I, I do. think I played yours. Whitewater's fucking awesome. Yeah. I'll never get sick of that game. I didn't really like it the first time, but I'm really vibing it If you it like now. ramps, then there's um, a fucking – there's a rampy game. It's Ramp City. Hell yeah! I just, yeah, I just like, I, I, I know. Also, really liked Lord of the Rings. I know what type of game White Water is, and I know if I play it too much, I'm like, fuck this game. Like, there's nothing to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's plenty of those games in my collection, so I, I just know not to play it a lot. I'm like, okay, well, I always like this game because I'm never draining it. That's fair. Um, but you said you yeah. didn't like Simpsons Pinball Party, and I I, I'm also like not going to try and convince you. Like, I yeah, I'm not outraged because <laughs> it's a common common theme. Um, mm-hmm. Why? I feel like I usually hear people speak po- very positively about Simpsons, and I know that it's meant to be like a deep game or whatever, and it's you know challenging, and people love it because it's hard or whatever. I, that's probably the exception to my rule. Like I usually love games that kick my ass, but mm, Simpsons kicks the... my ass, and I also just don't find it fun. It is fun once you get it going. It's just hard to get it going mm. sometimes because um, 
yeah, it's everyone kind of like says the same thing about a lot of Keith Johnson games. Like you can stack everything, and you know about stacking. Like you mm. get a mode, and then you mm-hmm. get a multi ball, and then a lot of games yeah. now like lock you out of combining certain things. Deadpool was a really good mm-hmm. example where for a, a long time you couldn't stack certain things together. Um, and then they did an update and they allowed you to stack certain things together. So it kind of changed the strategy completely. Mm-hmm. Um, there's competition settings. Well, that's part of the reason that my scores on Deadpool were like as low as they yeah. were. Like I'm not great at Deadpool to begin with, but it the game that I was playing, you told me to turn it off and on again and check the version. It's on 0.85. Like <laughs> there's... It's missing everything. It's so, so sad. You know, I hate that. Like, I know. All that work from the from the code team, like, to really polish mm-hmm. that game up and make it, like, what it is, and it's just, like, lost forever, and people go and play it. And be like, I know. Yeah. I told Ray, and he was like, oh, my God, it's not even really worth playing in that state. Like, it's so, it makes you so no, sad to hear it, it was, because that exact reason. Yeah, and, like, Deadpool didn't sell it's, super well It's such to an amazing with. game now. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I've come to love it a lot. Yeah. Um, I have one. I have one. Anyway. Yes, you do. And I want to play it. On location. Pinball Network. Great stuff. Also, uh, they have a new location, which is opening called Whamburger. So if anyone is in Sydney, go and check that out. It's brand new. Open just weekdays at the moment, I think. But they have uh, TMNT, Avengers, and Jurassic Park. And they're all schmicko. So Great get line. around that. I really wanted to go there. but Wait. One more, one more thing about since it's a pinball party. Like, the, the beauty mm. of that game is getting everything going. And when I mean everything, you can have kind of, like, um, you can have all the hurry-ups running. You can have, uh, like, seven modes running at the same time. Like, you can have more than one mode running seven? at the same time. Yeah, like, all the modes. You basically just, like, mm-hmm. light them, start them, light them, start them, and you just kind of, like, and it, they all run off the same timer. You know how on pinball machines you'll mm. have, like, a Switch Frenzy going on and a mode, and they'll have two different timers? Simpson uses mm-hmm. the same timer and it's the number on the TV. And every time you start a new mode, it resets the timer or you hit the auto mm. shut, which is like next to the, the pop bumpers, light auto and auto mm-hmm. shut. And it restarts the timer. And to kind okay. of have like a switch frenzy, all the modes, itchy and scratchy multiple, the main multiple, hurry ups running. Like you can have everything going off in that pinball machine. And that's when like the game is, is kind of fun. But if you don't do that, and, like, it's quite hard, you have to mm. go, like, left orbit mode, left, uh, sorry, right orbit mode, right orbit mode, or, you know, multi-ball, um, it's quite hard to get it started. So, um, mm. unless you master the upper play field, like, that game is a piece of shit. Okay. Interesting to note, and hearing that makes me think, maybe I should give it another shot, because I feel like I would you enjoy have to, that. You have, you have um, to spend also, hours on it. You can't just, like, it's not a, it's like a, a 30 minute it, yeah. thing. Yeah, 100%. Totally. Um, that just reminded me that when I played Indiana Jones, <clears throat> excuse me, that was the first time I'd played one since like ages ago, but you know, one of the first machines I ever really, really loved. And we've spoken so at such at length about backhanding the model <laughs> on Indiana Jones. <laughs> and I did it and I was like, the man's got a point. The man has got a point. It's so easy. Yeah. So hard to hit off the right flipper. So easy to backhand. And you can get into mode wizard mode. Just so, back, thanks, backhand Ryan, the mode hole. Backhand, backhand the mode hole. Let things time out. Yeah, and then like catch it and just do that like twelve times, yep. and then you're in the wizard mode. Yep. Nice. Mad you can't skills. you can't backhand the fucking mode hole in shadow, can you? You absolutely cannot. What an easy game that would be if you could do that. Well, not really. Literally no. Impossible. Okay, wait. No, because you have to do other stuff to get into um, the final battle. Um, Indiana Jones is just yes. 12 modes, no progression, no switch stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah. Anywho, I miss Shadow. I'm looking forward to being reunited you, with Shadow. When are you coming back down? Sunday. Really? Okay. So, as in yeah. one week from now? Correct. Okay. Cool. So I'll see you at the next tournament, which will be where? Bayside. Ah, okay. Let's talk about the Victorian pinball stuff really quickly. So yes. uh, IFPA isn't coming back for a long time, which is fine. America is getting vaccinated eventually the scales will tip in the right direction. They'll be like, we're back, baby. Maybe sometime later this year. We want to play competitive pinball, and we can still do it, and just, like, for fun, like Queensland was doing it. But fuck playing just for fun. Let's play for fun and our own version of Whoppers. <laughs> Glory. Glory. So um, Luke Marburg, <laughs> who's, like, um, the co-head um, of Australian... IFPA thingy. I can't remember the answer. It's late. Um, he basically came up with this like awesome formula where, and it's it, it almost like mimics the very first version of um, Whoppers. Um, Whoppers came okay. out a long time ago and was like, if you play in a tournament, you come first, you get 25 Whoppers. But then everyone's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, let's just run 10 tournaments in a day. And everyone, everyone started to exploit it. Where this is kind of like yeah. this dictatorship where we're like, well, we won't let things get exploited because we're only running this in Melbourne. And if you try and exploit it, then we'll just be like, no, like, you can't do that. Because, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not some official thing. It's just for funsies. Um, totally. So, yeah, we, we, we call them, you know, uh, the Victorian Pinball Player Points, which is VPPRS. And, Jess, yep. you coined the term... Vipers. Vipers. So, we don't we don't play for Whoppers Hell anymore. Yeah. We play for Vipers. We're not vipers. calling it Whoppers. Yeah. We play for Vipers. We have Vipers. Um, I, I I said that thinking that nobody would get on board, but everybody's actually really embraced it. Yeah. And it's so good. There's been, there has been liberal use of the snake emoji in Victorian pinball chats lately. Yeah, and it's cool because it's like people, like, if I go to a tournament, like, oh, what's a TGP and who's going to, like, rock up and, and you know, and then you, you have to submit and then you, you wait, like, three weeks and you pay your dollar and then you log into that, you press F5 on the IFPA page, and then you're like, okay, I got like eight whoppers for for winning this tournament. Whereas with this one, it's like if you win, it's guaranteed vipers, guaranteed fifty vipers. Like you 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 can go to any tournament regardless of the format, knowing that you have fifty vipers to win, which is fucking amazing. Go and get yourself a reptile license, my friends, because <laughs> we've got vipers coming out the wazoo. <laughs> this is like Steve Irwin up in here, Australia Park. Eat your heart out. <laughs> so I haven't told you this, but this, um, because of the amazing success um, and the the brilliance of the formula that Luke has done, um, every other state mm-hmm. is now adopting this, including Queensland. Are you WA. Yep, we've got like a little uh, state rep group chat, and this same formula and same philosophy, where until Whoppers come back, we like regardless of the format. So. I'm encouraging people to try fun formats. And if someone is like, oh, I don't want to rock up to this tournament because it's only worth 44% TGP. And then I'll have to like, it doesn't matter what it's, what the TGP is worth. If it's a monthly recurring thing, you're allowed to do, you know, one a month, um, mm-hmm. 100% TGP is in like 50 Vipers. So I'm doing ping golf. Nice. I'm going to try ping golf out. I think ping golf is fucking amazing. I've yes. never done it. It's so much fun. You can like fuck up, you know, you can, go amazing all night and fuck up on the last ball and get like 10 and be out. Um, I want to see it happen. I want to see someone crumble under pressure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. 
like I did on Maiden. Um, that sounds super fun. Also really into the fact that if we do this nationwide, every state is going to get its own fun little name for things. So none will be as good as Vipers, but in Queens, Vipers. Oh, my Vipers. gosh. You or fucked you did it wrong. Vipers. Because um, I was thinking about Queensland, which will be Quippers, Northern Territory, Nippers, South Australia, Sippers, and Tasmania, Tippers. There's no... There's Western no pinball, Australia, there's they're no... going to have to be Whippers because there's already Whoppers. How about... I say Nippers, yeah, Quippers, Quackers, Quackers, Quippers. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, okay. Quackers? There's no K in it, you weirdo. I was just thinking of that cute little Quacker thing. They're so cute. <laughs> anyway. All right. What, Very good. What else I've got like 57 other things that we need to talk oh about. Nah, we're going to have to call it choose, and go to bed because this has been like an hour and 20 minutes. No, none of them are funny. Are they just like, I went here and played this game. I went here and played. Ah, do the dentist thing. Do the dentist thing. No, next time. No. I'm calling it. No, you're not. Yep. 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 You're not. See you later. No, you're not. Bye forever. Fuck off. Bye forever. Dennis, Dennis emailed and went through all that effort and you're just going to. It's too. Okay. Because I'm getting tired though and I'm not going to be able to give it the full like charisma that it deserves. Is your American friend like. Like texting you, like, "Hey, come back." Is, is this what's no. happening? No, no, he's, no. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> you insult me, sir. All right, fine. Hang on. So while Jess is trying to trying to find, I don't this, even know where he sent it. Um, Jess, yeah, I wasn't joking okay, before. Jess is is like I can't do the batches of motherfucking pimble anymore because Jess is a a taken person. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Okay, but now that the segment's done, now that the segment is done, who do you vote the winner to be? Uh, easily. Wait, before you vote, you need to hear you need to hear Den Den's reasons. Okay, sure. Okay. Dennis submits the following. Why I am the bumpiest bump by Dennis Creasel. <laughs> or is it Creasel? I still can't remember. I'm so sorry, Den Den. I love you. One, I've been podcasting in pinball longer than Tim Sexton or Raymond Davidson have worked for Stern. Therefore, by the math of time, I'm more of a pinball expert than either of them, making me better. Two, I cannot put your name into a pinball machine, but I can violate all ethical principles and move you to the front of the line for a COVID vaccine. This may mean little to you being in Australia, but if you ever wish to visit the hellscape that is America, it might be your only option. (laughs) Three, while I basically have a hard stop rule on singing, unless one is an exceptional singer, my dessert game is spot on. Not making them, for I am lazy, but I do buy them. Baklava for days, yo. Four, I know a lot about pinball. Ryan C is basically Obi-Wan, and I am the Emperor. Join me, and I shall complete your training. If only you knew the power of the pinball side. Five, I have weird games. You've used to known hits like... You're used to known hits like The Shadow and Avengers Infinity Quest. I've got the strange stuff like Super Orbit, Buck Rogers, and Hoops. Ooh. Very timely, Dennis. Your Gottlieb knowledge could improve exponentially thanks to my bumpness. Six, I'm the second nicest person in pinball. Therefore, I am inherently great bump material. My brutal honesty is tempered by a kindness normally not seen in mortal men. <laughs> Hope that's sufficient. Smiley face. So, look, Den Den, you get <laughs> maximum points for compelling arguments. Who do you think is the winner, Ryan? I was... I feel like, I mean, I was definitely going to say Raymond Davison because you put your name in a pinball machine and, and I mean, so many other things. It was amazing. 
I mean, it wasn't even close, but I don't know. Like, it, it's it's like one of those things where, like, you're watching a, a high school debate and you know the person that's arguing is, like, on the wrong side. Like, you, like the, the answer to the, the question is, like, the other one. But they're so good at arguing their point. You're like, well, like, Dennis Creasel yep, like, has yes, to win. Like, because yep. the other people aren't even, like, rebutting his points. And Raymond Davidson can't do it, so I have to. I have to give it, like he, he's clenched it. He's at, at the eleventh wow. hour. Dennis Kriesel is, is giving a, it to Denden. I'm giving it to Denden. <laughs> Denden has been announced the, the winner of the bomb. He, yeah, because he wow. dispelled all of, all of my concerns like in one foul swoop. True, that's true. Okay, well, how is, guy, to how is this guy still a bachelor? Honestly, look, who knows? He might be cranky at times, but like, so are you. All right, so <laughs> if you're. If you're into dudes, um... hey, we need to talk about something else. Maybe <laughs> this is never going to work. You're currently available. We could have a fomp. Fomp. Females. I'm, I'm sure that'll go down ball. real well with the community. Just random, yeah, random sure name a, a, a female and say, "Hey, you have to chat to Ryan." That that doesn't work. That does not work the other way around. Okay. What if we have bomp version two? Bromances of motherfucking pinball. I <laughs> bromances, <laughs> or we can do homp, um, which I think Marty, Marty, and and um, Jeff mentioned hu- husbands of motherfucking pinball, where um, okay. it's just a, sh- a shout out. We we trying to spotlight on all the husbands. Yeah, just all the, the the husbands out there that don't neglect their their amazing family for for the silver ball. <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't sound like that doesn't sound like like a very fun segment. Bromance is good. It sounds very bromance. Awesome. Oh yeah. My God. yeah, the bromance of pinball. Okay, so we're going to have to start this up in the next episode, but I'm going to have a think about what your ideal bromance would be. Um, it can't be Nate Shivers because I know that he's unavailable to you and that's who you would pick if you could. No, but I'm going to think pinball. about this. Do, do you know who the research? nicest guy in pinball is? Like Dennis Grizzle said he's the second. Do you know who the, the, the nicest guy in pinball is? You don't know, do you? I never made him bump. I'm about it because I feel like you've told me. I never made him bump. I was Come I was waiting to make him bump. He was almost going to be like the ultimate bump because you like nice guys, <gasps> and he's just the nicest guy ever. Like no one, no one has ever said anything bad about him. Okay. He's go on. He's, he's involved in the pin bar as well. Stephen Bowden. Steve Bowden. <gasps> Steve is. So- I saw Steve do an interview recently on Fox News and it was like the most wholesome, lovely thing I've seen out of pinball in ages. His enthusiasm for the hobby and like just sheer goodness is infectious. I love Stephen Bowden. He is an absolute delight. This is number one, bromances of pinball. Do I have to text you Steve to or does Steve, does Steve text me? Because I know, I know he's like not busy at all, like, you know, writing code for 17 <laughs> deeper pinball machines. Not developing games. Yep. Um, you, you need to do the outreach with the bromance. I would, I might just, yeah, I wonder if it's just like coding because there's like a, like a religious pinball machine. I wonder if there's like, and he's, he's coding it. So I wonder if he's like got pseudocode written out as like, if you hit this shot, God shall smite you. Um, like, like the, the, the pseudocode for like writing, like the, the, um, the religious pinball machine, like the old Testament fire and brimstone is going to be like hardcore. Like it's going to be sick. Like is it, is it the wizard mode? Like being on the ark? Like I'm not fucking like God murdering every, every person in the world. I don't know. Is it the apocalypse? Is it the horns of 
tribulation sounding. I mean, I don't remember. It's been a long time since I read Revelations, but love to see it. Love to hear about it. If you could find out from Stephen, that'd be great. Yeah, I don't know if he's really good at keeping keeping tight lipped, but um, yeah, I wish I'll just I'll I'll send him a, a note of appreciation that I appreciate him. Oh, you know what it's going to be called? The Bromp. Bromance of motherfucking pinball. Send a message to Stephen. Stephen is our first prompt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right. That's it from me. I'm going to go to bed. Anything else you'd like to add? Any more hot takes before we wrap this up? Yeah. I just want to know why you have a lemon, a lime in your hand and why you're sniffing it. Smells really good, man. Smells really what good. What are you doing? I'm smelling it. Don't you ever just smell a citrus? No. Like scratch it a bit so the oil comes out and then you smell it. So refreshing. Okay. Um, I guess we'll talk to everyone in like a couple of months. Send all yeah. your hate mail to jessiejpimball at gmail.com. Um, <laughs> don't bother sending your emails. Cause we probably have like 50 and we read out like one of them. Um, you can send them if you want. We do, we do read them. We talk about them. We just don't respond to them. And we always or... reply. No, that's not true. I always respond. Ah, Every single one. Okay. I, I don't. You don't cause you're lazy. Well, it's because they, cool. okay, you know why they always address you? They're like, hey, Jess. And I'm like, ugh, another Jess fan. <laughs> so send them through. Send us your best It's Brown. And any suggestions for a bromance for Ryan? We'd love to hear those too. And more importantly, <laughs> send a fucking a foot and jizz emoji to Jess. <laughs> It'll make her day. She'll be trying to work, doing whatever kind of work she does. And she'll just be like, ding, ding, ding. She's like, well, what's this important message? Uh, it's someone jizzing on my feet again. Nice. Yeah. Just again. <laughs> God, goodbye forever. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye forever. Bye. <laughs>
stick and ache and shake. I like vanilla, it's the finest of the flavors. Gonna see the show, cause then you know the vertigo was gonna go. Since it's a dangerous, yeah, like a sign waver. I can't help it if I think you're funny when you're mad. You're trying hard not to smile or feel bad. I'm the kind of guy who laughs in a funeral. Can't understand what I mean, but you soon will. Have a tendency to win my mind, I'm gonna see. Have a history of taking off my shirt, it's been long weeks since you looked at me. Oh, the Robbie. 